Hello and welcome to day four of the Daily Pause, a podcast dedicated to waiting on God. It's Saturday, February 25th. I'm here with my good friend, longtime friend, Brenda Randall. Hello, Brenda. Hey, Van. She is our pastor for Connections here at our church, and I'm grateful that she's going to be here to read for us as we just spend a few moments pausing in our day to wait on God. Uh, So let's begin doing that. Just a few moments of quiet. We're learning about the rhythm of solitude and silence. It was so much a part of Jesus' life that we wait on him, and God speaks in the silence. So let's just take just a few moments to wait, silence our heart, push out all the thoughts, and focus on Jesus. Let's begin now. Day four, fast. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Matthew 6, 17 through 18. Throughout the ages, those who have made an impact on their generation for the sake of Christ have fasted. This usually involves going without food for a set length of time. Certainly, Jesus assumes that his followers will do this as part of their relationship with God. He says, when you fast, not if you fast. Fasting is really feasting. It provides us with an opportunity to feast on God's overwhelming goodness and love for us. We do this during our fast by nourishing ourselves on those words that God speaks to us. We learn that we do not live on bread alone, but on every word of God. When Jesus instructs us not to look somber when we fast, he is not inviting us to mislead others. He knows that we won't really be sad. He has learned from his own experience how fasting leads us to those unseen gifts that come only from God. Yeah, fasting seems like one of those topics for the super spiritual, you know. It does. <laughs> I think people um, who do those 40-day fasts, I've met them, and they're crazy, you know. But uh, what has your experience been? Maybe when was the first time you really felt like you had an authentic experience fasting? Yeah, fasting wasn't something we really talked about when I was a kid. And so really, it's been, I would say, more recent times. And um, I think a fast that I really embraced and God really met me was when we did a media fast and I, I only read emails and that that pertained that were necessary and I didn't um, go on any social media and, and uh, it was really good. And even games that I play, I just didn't allow myself to do those video games that I enjoy, Words with Friends. You know, I didn't do those things and I just took that extra time to pray and to thank the Lord for calming my spirit. I've done all kinds of fasts. My dad was someone who took part in those growing up. And um, Eric and I have done Daniel fasts together. We've done 
suites and we've done all sorts of things. And I, my experience has been that during the fast, I rarely felt anything other than like, oh, I'm hungry or, <laughs> you know, I don't feel anything special or whatever else. But at the end, I look back and it's like having run a lot further than you expected. It's like you will look back and just went, wow, that I'm different somehow. Something occurred in me. I, there was one particular Daniel Fest that we went through where something major happened that we were praying about, but it happened while we were fasting. And, uh, and it, but I didn't know about it then. I knew about it only a month afterward, but the occurrence of what God was doing happened during our fast. Mm. And just to remind you that it doesn't matter how you feel, the obedience of fasting is something that changes you on the inside. It's a, it's a, a tactile way or a, um, a, a, a what's what I'm looking for? It's a um, helps you remember what's important. Yeah, it it's, really a, it's it, a practical right. way. It's a practical way of telling God, "I want what you want more than what I want." Yeah. yeah. So, and we we put something aside, and it gives us time to um, adjust ourselves mm-hmm. to putting our our primary thoughts on on God and not on frivolous things sometimes. That's for me with the media. It was just it's frivolous. I can just fritter mm-hmm. away my time. And uh, realize that you know I can take that and and uh, refocus my thoughts and my my heart and and uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's such an important part, and I think more and more I hope that our church will just maybe the scripture is taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm. Like maybe fasting is a way to really taste of the goodness of God, where you push other things that are obviously good away from your life, even food or whatever for a season of time so that you tune your ear to him. So would you pray over us? Sure. Lord, I I just thank you that you provided the way. Jesus, that you showed us about fasting. You lived it out. It was good for you, and certainly if it was good for you, we know it is good for us. So, Lord, I just pray over this season of fasting that each one, whether it's media or food or something else, God, we just ask that you would meet us there and that we would feel your presence. We would come to know you more. You would clear our thoughts and our hearts, and we'd be filled with worship of the true and living God. We look forward to Easter and celebrating your resurrection together. Amen. All right, as we wrap up, would you read the daily practice for us today? Certainly. Daily practice. Refrain from eating today between meals or choose a day to fast. Allow your desires for food to deepen your conscience of the spiritual resources that God gives you to endure other difficult deprivations. Remember this, fasting means feasting on the words of God. Amen. May you feast today. Until next time, bye-bye.